Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully you guys are having a great one. Man, I've been having such a great week. I've been feeling so good. I don't I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like I always have a good time. I, I can't really complain a lot about life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even think I'm really going through any type of hard times or anything. I'm not stressed out about anything, man. Everything has just been going so well for me. You know what I mean? Um, I think the only thing I've really been thinking about is trying to put things in order of how I want to accomplish more things this year. And um, that's pretty much been it, man. Been been hitting the gym, been exercising and stuff. Uh, still been eating pretty good. I mean, I did eat <laughs> some, what is that shit called? Uh, Shake Shack, the burger place Shake Shack. Ate that like earlier this week. I think it might have been Monday. Um but yeah, other than that, dude, that was like the worst thing that I've eaten recently. Um, but for the most part, everything has been good. And, you know, really trying to stick to my New Year resolution type of stuff. Now, I kind of messed up. I'm not I'm not even going to lie. I kind of messed up on some stuff, you know, still kind of been spending money on on stuff that I don't particularly need. But you know, for the most part, it's not anything that's super bad. Um, and then, you know, sticking with the gym, dude, I've been sticking with the gym, you know, been doing my exercise stuff. Also this week kind of started back up using my Oculus quest and, um, have been, you know, doing my VR boxing and stuff like that, dude. I did it last night. The other night, dude, I did it like for a little bit longer and, and that stuff will really get you sweating. If you guys have never used the Oculus Quest, I use the Quest 2. There is, you know, two different ones. Uh, but the main one that's being sold right now is the Quest 2, of course. And if you get the Oculus Quest 2 or if you have the Oculus Quest 2, I would recommend you guys to get the boxing game called Thrill of the Fight. Thrill of the fight. It's so exciting. You know, you play through and, and you're fighting different fighters. Um, and each time you fight a fighter at a different difficulty, it opens up another difficulty level. Um, and of course, you're just going to start with like what's pretty much easy. Um, and then you have normal and then you have endurance and then you have Man, I forgot what the last one is called, but yeah, dude, I mean, it gets to the point where, you know, stuff becomes more difficult. You end up having more aggressive fighters as you raise the difficulty difficulty level. Also, they take more of a punch. Like you might have been swinging good at the same fighter in a different difficulty difficulty level. Why is it? Why is it so difficult for me to say that word? <laughs> difficulty, difficulty difficulty but anyway yeah you know it, it it's fun as hell it'll really have you sweating it's crazy like i sweat more doing that in one fight which if you play on normal level right normal level the first couple of boxing matches are going to be three two minute rounds so you have a minute 
to basically kind of recover in between each rounds, uh, each round. But as far as the fighting, the fighting is pretty much six minutes of fighting in the first couple of rounds. And then it goes up to nine minutes. And then I think for like some of the last fighters, it's raised to 12 minutes of fighting. Um, also, you can go into your settings and, and change the amount of rounds that you want to do. You can do more rounds or you can do rounds that are a little bit longer. Uh, it, it's just fun as hell. Something that also, you know, is it, some good cardio. And I'm telling you, it makes me sweat more than me being on a treadmill for like 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about like hitting like the highest incline at maybe like 3.0 as far as the speed, the the walking speed, or even running. Like, dude, even running. The other day when I was at the gym, I ran for 10 minutes, and I still felt like I was sweating more doing the boxing VR than I was doing 10 minutes of running. True, there was, like, I was running, and I was, like, on the treadmill right underneath the fan at the gym, but still, you know, um, but yeah, very, very great. I don't know. I was just <laughs> telling you guys about stuff that was kind of helping me stick with my resolutions. And, and as far as fitness, dude, the Quest 2 has been so great. Do not get the Creed boxing game. It is fun, but it's much easier than Thrill of the Fight. You know, if you get Thrill of the Fight, you can have, you know, easy matches and stuff if you're playing at different difficulty levels. But at the same time, you want something that's challenging and that's really going to make you sweat. That was that was the whole reason why I got this boxing game, because I was like, oh, OK, that can make you, you know, sweat. I always do my reviews before I buy different stuff, even if it's just like games. Caught it on the sale. I was like, is it worth me getting? And then, you know, the ratings in, in the Oculus store were great for it. And then people love it uh, on YouTube. So I was like, yo, I'm going to just get this. Like, even last night, I was talking about how much it had me sweating. And this girl on Twitter said her boyfriend has it or her husband has it and said that it always has him, like, really sweating. And I was just like, man, for real, like such a great workout. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, dude, hopefully your 2022 is going well so far. I was saying that in the beginning of the last podcast episode, you know, just kind of checking in and, and maybe sometimes you, you guys want to hear that, you know, you might not be hearing it, um, in, in real life with people that, you know, you know, so, um, I always ask that and I also tell you guys to, Follow my social stuff that I leave down below. You know, you guys can hit me up on there and, you know, let me know you guys like the podcast or, you know, just anything else. You know, just follow me if you guys want to be, you know, friends or whatever. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I, I'm having such a great time with life, man. I'm thinking about certain creative stuff that I want to do this year um, that will be a little bit different. You know, um, thinking about how I want my YouTube videos to be different and be more cinematic. I started doing stuff that was a little bit different. I started using my GoPro more. I, I attached something to my car. So now I could just hook up the GoPro, have it on the hood of my car, and then you guys get a different visual while I'm, you know, driving around or like in these YouTube videos that I'm creating. 
Uh, I'm starting to use drone footage more, so you can end up getting more of these great cinematic looks. Uh, my most recent vlog, I don't think I did use it. I used the car camera footage from the GoPro, but as far as drone footage, I didn't use it in the last video, but I did like, you know, before previous ones. Um, and yeah, just wanting to level up all this stuff that I do. You know what I mean? I was having a conversation with my girlfriend Cheryl earlier, and we were talking about how my episode, um, my, my 50 second episode will be coming out soon. And that will end up meaning that I've been doing this for a year, you know? Ooh, <laughs> dude, I was about to, I was about to talk and it was like an air bubble or something caught me, <laughs> bro. Those moments, I don't know if you've ever been like actually in person with somebody and you're talking and then you have one of those moments where it's like you end up having a hiccup while you're talking or it's like an air bubble or like you really stumble over your words so much. And then you have that moment like, what the fuck? Why did I have to do that? You know, but yeah, anyway, um, a year is going to be coming up soon for this podcast and a new episode every Monday. And I've been doing it. This is episode 47, I believe. Episode 47, I believe. And um, yeah, this is getting closer, man. And I said I was going to be so excited once I got to that year episode. And um, man, we've been going strong with this. I've been loving it. You know, I've been so happy that I haven't quit this, you know, and not saying that it's like easy to quit it. You know, I, I guess I could just be like, well, it's not a problem if I miss an episode. I could say that, you know, even some big name podcast shows, you know, miss their regular schedule. But one thing I've been so proud of with this is the fact that I have been sticking to it. And it's great, dude. There's some weeks where I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I still even want to get better with this. Even though I'm putting out these consistent episodes, I still want to get to the point where I have so many episodes stacked. I don't really have to think about recording every single week. You know what I mean? It's like I could just have stuff that I've already done um, just in the bank. You know what I mean? So I want to get to that level. Um, I, I really want to be way more productive with everything that I'm trying to do. And um, I, I don't even need that to be a New Year's resolution. It, it could just be something that I just want to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and hopefully you guys are sticking to your goals also, man. Like it, it's crazy because when you're younger, there's stuff that you want to do, right? And I don't think you really put into perspective like all the steps it takes to get to wherever, um, I was talking in a podcast episode before where I was talking about how you get older and you realize that the world is so competitive, you know, like when we're a kid, we're saying stuff like we want to be an astronaut. And then you get older and you think about how difficult it is to become an astronaut and everything that leads up into that point where you're actually called an astronaut, you know what I mean? Or even something like becoming a firefighter and having to go through that actual training that they have to do and be on these jobs where you're risking your life. And it sounds great when you're young and then you see all this stuff that can discourage you and everything. But when you really want it and you're sticking to those goals and you're just getting it done, 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 that is something that feels so great. Probably one of the best feelings in the world. You know what I mean? And I'm ready to 
get to more stuff so I can have those great moments and look back and be like, yo, I did that. Like, that's something I created. That's my thing. That was my vision, you know? And, um, I don't know. It's weird sometimes me being a creative person and voicing this type of stuff to people that aren't really creative or they just haven't found their creative side yet. And, they're kind of just talking about life. Like, it's just like, well, you just kind of got to do this and that, you know, being like, go to work, come home. And and that's pretty much it. And that's how the older generation used to think, right? The older generation, we have people that literally worked on a job for like 50 years. And then you think about it, you know, you look at their life and they might've been happy and there might've been so many things that they accomplished. But at the end of the day, most of the stuff that they really wanted to do in life that they counted as passions, you know, stuff that were hobbies that could have became a career. They kind of pushed back because society told them you just have to go work this job until you can retire. And then once you retire, that's your time to have, you know, these great experiences. And um, it, it's weird talking to people that feel like they're not creative or they can't make anything else other than just the life that society tells you you have to have you know go to work work somewhere where you might like it because you know you went to school for whatever it was or you, you know you might have a job that you find kind of interesting but you get to a point where you're not really passionate about it anymore or you're working with people you don't really like and you don't like that setting or whatever you don't like your boss just any type of thing you know and for me it's kind of like yeah, I'm working a regular job now, but at the same time, I have this vision of doing this other stuff. Now, my issue is sometimes I feel like I'm not really visualizing the future enough, you know, um, and that's what makes me feel like I need to go harder at a lot of things. But still, I'm I'm accomplishing these things. I'm doing these things. I'm, I'm putting it out there um, and. You know, it, it it is crazy if you're not just that type of person that's just like, well, I'm going to just be working this job forever. You know what I'm saying? Like some people think like that and it's not really a, a problem at all. You know, if that's what works for you. If that's really what you want to do. But my main thing is always if you're not really thinking you're going to be happy with that in the long run, you might as well create something for yourself. Right. So that's what all of this is. That's what this podcast is. That's what YouTube is. That's what the clothing stuff is. That's what anything is. Like sometimes I don't even think about social media as just social media. In a way, I'll look at social media and just be like, all right, this is a way to kind of promote anything that I'm doing. Like, you know, some people are just on there just for social media. But for me, it is different because I create all of these things and I have to really remember to place time for promoting this stuff. I have to. Sometimes I forget because, to be honest, during the week when I'm off, I'm not always on my phone. You know what I'm saying? If I'm at home, normally my phone might be on a charger or it might be laying on my bed and I'm just doing whatever else on the computer or something else. Like, I'm not always on social media like that. So I, I kind of forget some days, you know, but for the most part, I do think of social media that way. That is one reason why I came back to Twitter. I came back to Twitter because I was like, yo, I have to promote the stuff that I'm doing, you know, 
And um, it, it's crazy. But but for people that aren't doing that stuff, they kind of don't understand. Um, but still, it's like, dude, everybody has some type of goal that they're trying to accomplish, even if it isn't something that has to do with being creative or whatever. You know, you might have certain stuff you're in school for or a certain job you want to work towards or just anything, fitness goals, just anything, you know, it doesn't have to be creative stuff, but I speak about it that way because that's where it is for me or what it is for me. Um, but yeah, dude, this podcast episode, dude, we're 15 minutes in and I'm already kind of just talking about <laughs> 2022 and hoping you guys reach your goals. And still, even though, you know, we're 15 minutes in, I'm not trying to make it sound like we wasted time, but I'm basically saying like, I love talking in this, I guess, intro part of the podcast to really speak to you guys before I get into these topics and um, start talking about whatever we're talking about. But this podcast episode the main meat and potatoes of this podcast episode is going to be about growing up now I'm going to basically tell you about certain ways that I grew up and you know well how I grew up and maybe it's something you guys can relate to um and yeah yeah hopefully you guys can relate to it I mean that's pretty much what these podcast episodes are it's like me speaking and then you guys hopefully relating to it. And then like, like I said, dude, I want you guys to hit me up on my socials. So I know how you guys are feeling these podcast episodes. Like I can look at the analytics all day long and those are just numbers that you see on the screen. I want to actually hear from you guys. So hit me up on those socials and let me know how you guys like these podcast episodes because some people listen to it and then they'll just be like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, they don't really give feedback or, you know, it doesn't even just have to be about this podcast. You could just be, you know, well, you can relate to the podcast, but just want to talk about whatever, you know? Um, also topics, I'm always open to topics. You know, a lot of times it's just stuff that I was thinking about or something that I saw online or something like that. And it kind of brings up this conversation. But if you guys have anything that you're interested in, I would love to hear those ideas as well. Um, but this podcast episode being about growing up, it's, it's crazy. I was thinking about it earlier because, I was thinking about this question that my mom asked me not too long ago. Um, We were looking through this photo album that I have at her house and all these pictures that I had, I was smiling. I I looked happy in pretty much every single picture. My girlfriend Cheryl was like, hell yeah, he seemed like he was a happy kid. He's smiling in every picture, right? And I am, or I I was a happy kid. You know what I mean? I, (laughs) I just said in the beginning of this podcast, I don't feel like I'm stressing about a lot of stuff. I don't feel like life is bad for me. I feel like I am cherishing life. I'm loving life. I'm just thinking of more ways to experience life even more. You know, I'm I'm not in a hard spot, you know, and I'll be honest. That is because of my parents, right? I feel like a lot of stuff that I do love is because of my parents. And then, you know, you had other stuff that pretty much stuck with you. And then that became you. It it molded you to who you are now. But most of this stuff 
happens when you're at a young age and it happens in the household, you know, and then the rest of it is like you're younger and you're going to school. So you're being influenced by the kids you see and all that different stuff also. But mainly it is the household. If you guys didn't know, I am an only child. I have no siblings. <laughs> and it was funny growing up because so many people were like, yo, you're spoiled. And I felt like I got a lot of what I wanted. I pretty much got everything that I did want, definitely. But at the same time, I didn't really consider myself spoiled because I would look at other kids that were truly spoiled. And it was just like next level stuff. Like they're whining for stuff and they're still getting it. You know, they're like getting all this expensive stuff just because, you know, and my parents were a little bit different. Like it got to a point where my shoe size went up. So I wasn't getting those Jordans like I used to because I was a kid. Kids mess up shoes. I totally understand why my parents no longer wanted me to get those shoes. These shoes are more expensive than other shoes. And the all these shoes are going to get damaged anyway. You know what I'm saying? Or like just how... um I remember when I was younger, if I did good on my spelling test every Friday, then I would be able to go rent a game from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that was my reward for doing good. It wasn't just like I'm just getting it. You know, Christmas came. My birthday came. I pretty much got everything that I did want as a kid. So I definitely thank my parents, but not just for the materialistic stuff, but they also showed so much love, you know what I'm saying? And it, it was great, you know what I'm saying? I looked at some, I keep saying you know what I'm saying, and my mom said that I say that a lot, but I used to look at other kids. I felt like I was such an observant child, even though I was quiet a lot of times, I was just soaking everything in, and I would look at other kids, you know, they didn't have both of their parents or whatever, and I think that's why, like, even now, like, one thing that kind of bothers me is that I'm not as close with my parents as I once was. But we're going to get into kind of reasons of why. And I don't know, like, I want to talk about it, but I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. It's just like how my mind started working after a while. So that's basically what this podcast episode is about, how I kind of changed into who I am now and why I am the way that I am. Um, I feel like normally I, I can give reasons to why I am the way I am. It's not just like just because, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, growing up, loved living in my home, you know, loved my parents, loved everything, you know. Um, I couldn't complain. You know, I wasn't a lonely, only child. I had friends. Friends came over. There were kids that lived on my street growing up. So I was always able to interact with people. I was able to go to other friends' homes and everything, you know, kids from school or whatever. Um, so I wasn't lonely, you know. And, and people always ask me the question, did you wish you had a sibling? And it was like, dude, I remember there was a point in my life where I did wish I had a sibling. I would look at my friends and they would go home and then they had siblings at home. And, you know, if there were kids that lived on our street, they would have their siblings also. And, yeah, I would see their siblings annoy them. But at the same time, they had that connection. Right. So there was a point when I was younger where I did want that, you know. 
Um, but I kind of got past it. <laughs> I got past it because it really got to the point where I started seeing how much some of these siblings were annoying these kids. I was like, eh, I don't want to bother with that. But no, nah, it was it was it was cool. You know, I, I was a happy kid. I, I smiled. I, I man, I felt like life was just great. And I still feel like life is great, you know, but you get older and then you start realizing things and that changes your your mind on a lot of stuff. You know, you start, um, I, I guess, getting smart to certain stuff and you, you're building your own opinions about stuff. And it's just so much that goes into growing up. Right. And um, one thing for me that I feel like changed, not just with my connection between me and my parents, but just with dealing with people in general is I got to a point where I just stopped listening to what people are saying. Right. I felt like you had to have a real, real solid reason for me to pay attention to what you're talking about. You know, we, we look at a lot of stuff and I think sometimes we'll some people just look at the surface level and kind of just listen to whatever they hear. Right. You have some people that listen to like one thing and then they go and spread that information and don't even know that that information is correct. You know, it's just they run with it. And, and a lot of people do that. And getting older, I noticed that, you know what I'm saying? So me trying to think differently and trying to really stick to my opinions or one thing that I do that I know might annoy some people, some people to tell me something. Right. And then I'm like, oh, OK. And I listen to it. But then I always fact check it also. And me fact checking this stuff, it's it's normally worked out in my favor. Like not saying like I'm about to go tell them like, ha, 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 you're wrong and laugh at them in their face. Nothing like that. But me basically well, normally what it is, it's like, oh, if I hear about something somebody's talking about, I'll go and read about it to you know, be more educated on whatever it is, whether it's like me going on to Wikipedia, me looking at, you know, YouTube videos about whatever topic it is. That's what I just normally do. Right. You know, I don't like kind of learning about something. I like kind of really getting into it and learning about whatever it is. You know, that's how I ended up getting into computers so much. You know, I, I would go to Best Buy and see they just gave you like the bare minimum computer and people were pretty fine with just buying that type of computer. But then I started being like, oh, well, you can put your own together. So I went into this whole rabbit hole thing where I was just like really looking up everything about computers. And it became so interesting to me, built two computers. Well, basically one computer, but I redid it like a couple of times. So yeah, it's, it's just things that I've gotten stuck to <laughs> that's just how it is so i'm not just fact checking people so i can come back and prove you wrong it's like normally it's like that's just what i do you know what i'm saying i want to know more about what you were talking about or it's like sometimes some cases it's like well i might have heard the story a little bit different and then i look it up but still it's not like i'm coming back to make fun of you and be like you were wrong you're wrong you're wrong you know um so with me getting older and feeling that way and, and kind of being like, I can't just listen to whatever anybody says. Right. Even when it comes to me having an argument and our episode on here about 
arguing. <laughs> I was basically talking about how I kind of run my stuff like a, a, a courtroom. It's like you have to have the proper evidence. You have to have a solid logical reason or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and you have to give that reason. Right. One thing that I think I grew up with, with, with my parents, especially like my mom, my mom is like a strong woman. But at the same time, I feel like in certain ways, she just wanted stuff to go her way. And maybe I could have been wrong. Maybe there could have been another reason. <laughs> but one thing we, us black people, we always talk about, like people around my age and all the different stuff. We always talk about growing up and our parents never giving us a reason for whatever it is. You know, and then we grew up and we start seeing other nationalities. And I think that's pretty much how it is in a Hispanic household, too. I've heard that they don't be given no reasons like just because. Right. And we're constantly told just because, just because, just because. And that whole time, it's like the parent is like, I don't have to explain myself to you. Right. And not saying that my mom really did that, but there were some times where it was like that, you know, and your parents are just like, you're a kid. I don't have to explain stuff to you. But during that time, it's like that kid is growing up with those memories and, and remembering, oh, you were just basically giving me just because. And then you get older and you're like, just because it just doesn't work for me anymore. And that's how I ended up getting to that point. Like, I don't know what time specifically where I made that switch. I don't know if it was a specific situation, but I just remember I changed in that way. I remember I wasn't noticing anything. I was just blind to anything. I was blind to people's faults. I was blind to mistakes that they were making, not saying that they're deliberately doing these things, but I was just so naive to a lot of stuff. Right. Then I got to the point where I started peeping shit way more. Right. And I started being like, oh, okay, that don't make sense. You know, and you could just keep saying it makes sense just because you don't want to seem wrong. And we see that with a lot of people. But at the same time, like when you have another person just kind of observing, it's like, oh, that's that didn't make no sense. So why am I listening to what you're talking about? You know, I felt like it, when I got older and I was a teenager and it was me out of high school, I really felt like I kind of was I was myself, but I kind of wasn't because I'm the only child. So I was sheltered. In, in a lot of ways, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. You know, I would look at kids at school that would pretty much have a lot of freedom. And it, it's not meaning like they're out here and they're gangbanging or they're out here doing wild stuff. But it was just like their parents gave them a little bit more uh, room, I guess, or freedom or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom was always worried about a lot of stuff. Like if I fell outside and I scraped my leg and I'm bruising, <laughs> like I'm bloody or whatever, not bruising, but like, you know, bruised and bloody or whatever. She would like panic. And like, for me, I'm a boy, like, dude, I feel like I handle pain. Great. <laughs> I would even see other boys get scraped up and it's like, they're crying. And I would just look at them like, Oh, you're just going to cry. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I could handle that pain. I've never broken a bone or anything, but I've gotten scraped up a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I keep saying, you know what I'm saying? But I, I've had a lot of that. So me being a boy, it was just like, all right, cool. And then I remember being younger, even being like a kid, 
And I would think like, dude, mom kind of exaggerates. Like, <laughs> you know, like in my mind as a kid, I was like, yo, mom kind of exaggerates. Like she kind of does too much. You know what I'm saying? And I remember I just kept thinking that like, or she just like, I remember one time <laughs> my mom and I were driving. And I think she was talking about something with school and, you know, I was kind of messing up or whatever. And I remember I started crying and I was like, mom, you act like everything is the end of the world. And I, I was just really thinking that. And I think that's something that I think her being that way molded me into a person that's like, yo, I'm nonchalant now because I'm kind of like, yo, like I'm not about to trip over crazy stuff, like stuff that's not even that big, you know? And I, I, I know her stuff was protection, right? Especially for me, like, I couldn't do anything because, you know, a lot of times you give kids freedom and they go do a whole bunch of stupid stuff. You feel who you feel me? I think I'm just talking so fast, man. I, I just caught more air and that just made me burp. But anyway, back to the topic. But you you get to that point where you just feel like shackled, dude. You feel shackled. You feel like locked tied down you know I know so many other people that were sheltered also but it kind of affected them in a different way like yeah we had portions that were the same like we started getting a little rebellious and we started you know sneaking with certain stuff you know and and that was another thing me being so sheltered all that really did was and, and it's such a common thing for sheltered kids right to become to become sneaky I became sneaky. I was sneaky with a lot of stuff. I was just able to play it off so well to the point where it was like nobody knew. And it might have been some stuff that they found out about. But, dude, I don't think any – I always say this, right? And this sounds like such a bad thing, but it's the truth. There is not one person in this world that knows everything about me. There's not. There is not. There, there's not. <laughs> there's not. One person that knew a cool shit about me, it was this one girl, Red. I was cool with Red. Bro, Red is gone. She knows a huge part of my life in my 20s, right? And most of my friends never even met Red. I don't think anybody that I knew met Red. Now, I know some people that know that knew Red, but other than that, nobody else knew her. My parents didn't know her. My, my circle of friends never met her. You know what I mean? This was the chick I was hanging out with later. She was older than I was. It wasn't like no weird shit. You know, <laughs> it wasn't nothing weird. It was just like we were cool. You know what I mean? I was going to parties with this girl. Like I was going out a, a bunch of places, being in different areas that I've never been in. It was so much of my exploration shit in life in my 20s were with Red. You know what I'm saying? And it was just crazy. Like, she had her own business stuff. Dude, she had money. She, You know what I mean? Like, everything was just a fun experience. She wasn't asking nothing of me, but just, hey, we cool. We friends. Let's party. Let's do this, this, this. And that was it. Right? So, that made me a different person as well, right? Those years being with Red. But, but back to me over the years and how I was able to kind of be so sneaky. <laughs> like I, I was, even when I was in relationships, bro, I'm telling you, like if, if a girl found out about me talking to another girl, it, it was like, bro, you found out about one girl. Like, and I know all of this sounds bad, but 
this is me being real as hell about growing up and everything. Like, bro, I was just like that. <laughs> I was like that. I got to that point where I was like that. It got to the point where I was just so obsessed with freedom. I was so obsessed with doing whatever the hell I wanted to do. And I wasn't letting anybody stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Now, I wasn't out here robbing people. I wasn't out here doing drugs. I wasn't out here doing nothing super crazy that people, me saying that I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do, some people to go that route. <laughs> some people to go that route. They start doing the drugs. They start doing a, a bunch of craziness. And I was just out here trying to have fun. And that's what I was trying to do, you know? And even going back to it, right? Even with shoes, right? I have so many shoes. I collect Nikes. I collect Jordans. I just collect sneakers. And I wear all of them because I, I love them. I'm not just a person that's just stacking shoes just because I wear all of these shoes. Now, some are put away in boxes, so I don't wear them as often, but I wear these shoes, you know, and a reason for me wanting to go back and get these shoes is because, like I said, when I was younger, once I got to a certain size, my parents weren't buying me Jordans and I'm not mad at them or anything. I fully understand why I didn't need Jordans. My shoes, I noticed as a kid, me playing at school, I would rather have on some shoes I can fuck up than go and have on some expensive ass Jordans that I kind of got to like creep around in. You know what I mean? I got to watch out how I how I wear these, you know, so I, I totally understood the move that my parents made. But as I got older, I was like, yo, I would what I did first when I first started collecting Jordans, I started collecting retros. I wasn't buying the most up to date Jordan. I wasn't buying the newest release Jordan. I went back and started buying a bunch of Jordans that I've always wanted. And that's what I did first. So while everybody was wearing the Jordans that just came out on Saturday, I was wearing Jordans from before, from like years before. There's a couple of pair of Jordans that I have that weren't retro like that. And basically I went back and got those. So I have some OG pairs from like the original release of Jordans and just different stuff like that. Like I really just got into it because that's something that I wanted, but I understand why my parents stopped buying it. So a lot of this stuff was like <laughs> kind of just molded me into who I became. Right. When I was being sneaky and I was out here doing all that dirt and shit, like I was able to hide it so well because I wasn't talking about it. I, I knew how to look at people and be like, oh, OK, like what they pay attention to and then not give them <laughs> that. So it's easy for me to get away with it, you know, and it just made me into a sneaky person being someone that was sheltered. And, um, yeah, just like also back to me and, and listening to what people say, it, it's, we all know about it with our parents, right? I'm not, I'm not saying anything that's different with my parents. Like that, I think that's just a part of parenting. And then we're always told also that, you know, since we're not parents, we don't know what it's like. We don't know what that stress is like. We don't know what it's like to be so, so, so concerned about a person. Yeah, you have your spouse or whoever you're with. You're concerned about them. You might have other family members, whatever that you're also concerned with. But your actual child is somebody that you will just have such a deep connection with that you care about so much. 
And um, I totally understand that with both of my parents. And it, I, I, I used to have this feeling when I was younger. I was like, yo, I wish I had another sibling so the attention can be spread to the other siblings. You know what I mean? I really used to think that sometimes because I'd be like, yo, like, I, I love the attention. But sometimes it's like, yo, like, you guys are kind of watching what I'm doing a little bit too much. Or you're, like, kind of concerned with what I'm doing a little bit too much, you know? And that's why I think, like, at the same time, like, I've always valued my alone time, you know? Me being the only child and being in a household with my parents, it's like there's somebody always there, you know? When I was growing up, <laughs> my mom, like, she always wanted me to be up with her, you know? If I tried to take a nap or something, I was, it, I could take a nap, definitely, but like normally she wanted me to be up with her. And it could have been like she just wanted me to stick to the same schedule, you know, because of school and or whatever. It could have been that also. But I think she just genuinely wanted me to be up with her and all this different stuff. Um, and sometimes I'd be like, damn, I kind of wish I had my alone time. And, you know, not having that, it really gets you to a certain point. I remember there was an argument that I had with my ex, right? My ex, she has siblings and all the different stuff. Um, and I'm the only child. So I used to try to explain to her how I felt about some stuff being the only child, being like, I do like my alone time. I do get to points where I just don't want to be bothered, you know, and it's not like me just being hard on that person. It's just more so like, this is how I am. Like, it's like when I was younger and I was a kid and you know, all the friends that I had, eventually they went home. So once I went to my room, this was my alone time. This was just me. It was no other kid in the house. Once my parents go and they're doing their stuff, I'm in my room alone. So with all of that, it just built me up to being comfortable with being alone. And I know that sounds sad, but it's, it's, it's not like that. You know, when I was younger and I was constantly going out and going to parties and, you know, was hanging out with a bigger group of friends and everything, dude, I was almost never alone. Like my friends always came over to my house. You know, they would come over to my house unannounced. And I'm not saying I was mad about it, but I'm just saying like, that's what it was back then. And yeah, it was just like, I really didn't have alone time, you know? So when I, and I was also in relationships and stuff, so it was just like that alone time was so hard to get. Um, and, and like I said, this isn't just about my parents, but it's just like shit that molded me to be how I am. And like I said, it just started with my parents because that's the household I was in. I'm the only child. These are the people I'm watching all the time. You know, um, it, it's just like, man, like I, I love it. But the bad part is. The way that I was raised, it kind of got me to a point where I started becoming so annoyed with a lot of stuff. I don't know when that happened either, man. It, it was like I said, it was a point where I was just so quiet and I was just observing everything and I wasn't really saying stuff. I wasn't being vocal about anything. You know, it was just like so many people would be like, yeah, hey, you seem like you don't care about anything. Right. And obviously that can't be it. Like you have to care about something. So. 
it got to a point where I just started becoming so vocal about stuff. Like I started talking crap about stuff that I just didn't like. You know what I mean? Um, I, I really started telling people issues that I was having, like not not as far as me, but like if there's some differences that we have, you know, it was easier for me to talk about it. You know, some people will <laughs> overthink and think that I'm thinking about something. And really, it's like I'm that never crossed my mind, you know, um, but but really like it just got to the point where I became more vocal about stuff. I stopped listening to what people were just saying. I started peeping stuff when I start realizing when I started realizing that I'm really an observant person and I really watch how people are like I was asked before, have I ever been on a bad date? Like, have you ever had a bad first date? Right. And I always said no. And the reason I said no is because I felt like I've always gotten the feel for that person before we even went further as far as like going on a date or anything. It's like there was a little bit of time. It wasn't like I was just going on a date with somebody I met yesterday. You know, it was like I got a feel for that person and then we did whatever it was, you know, or um, just anything like me. Telling people like, hey, you got to watch out for that person. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, hey, they seem a little sneaky or they seem like they intention. The intentions ain't right. And then, you know, people might not believe you in the beginning. And then all of a sudden it comes to light. And then they're like, man, hey, you was right. And I've had that a cool amount of times, you know. So it's like I really do watch how some people are. And not just like on the surface level, because some people that at first I was like, oh, I ain't going to like this person. And then they became cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, after, you know, experiencing those people more. But it, it really me just being so observant and getting older, it really molded me into who I am now. Like, I really don't just listen to anything. I'm not that naive ass kid that I was back then, you know. Um, you know, with my mom, sometimes she was just like, can I do this? You know, I, I would be like, can I do this? And then she's like, no. And it's like, kind of like, why? And then it's like, just because I'm not listening to that anymore. Like you have to come with a real reason. You have to come with something solid. And then I'm going to analyze what you said. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and, and with analyzing it, I have to be real myself because, I could sit there and bullshit and still try to act like you're in the wrong. But in, in my head, I know that you're actually in the right. So, you know, it's just it's different, man. Like growing up and, and having that feeling and, and looking at the world differently than how you did as a kid. And I don't know if you guys think about that, but I think about that so often. Like I, I compare myself to who I was in the past a lot. Like I think about that when I'm alone, when it's just like my free time, whatever. I always think about that. I think about shit that happened in the past and the experience from it and how it was. I think about that so much. And, um, yeah, I really get to that point where I'm like, yo, like I, I was different. Like I just felt different. I was so quiet, you know? And, and what was funny was like, <laughs> My mom used to have friends, right? And then we would go to like their things or whatever. And then it would be points where like they would kind of be like, yo, like they knew I was sheltered, right? And later when I ended up seeing them and then they're like, oh, he kind of like different now. <laughs> it was funny because it was like, yo, I was kind of always like this, but it was just like I couldn't do whatever. I wasn't just my own person. It was that influence right there, you know? And, um, 
when you get older and you start to realize all these things about yourself, dude, it's so great. Like, I promise you, I love these moments looking back and seeing how you changed and how you became different. And it doesn't even mean that your current state is you being perfect or this is even your peak. You can even get better and, and you know, everything, you know, I, I had to remember being younger getting out of that whole mindset of being so sneaky and lying and cheating and all that stuff. I had to really get out of that mindset because it became stressful. You're out here cheating and my bad luck. <laughs> and my friends used to say it all the time. My friends always used to be like, yo, every chick that messes with you wants to be with you. And I'm not like, I'm not bragging or anything, but that's just how it would happen. It will, it will always end up that way. So it got to a point where all of this became so stressful. And it's like, man, I, I don't need to be doing this. And then before this, before the relationship that I'm in now, when I was with my ex, before I got into that relationship, I was like, yo, there's no use in me getting into a relationship if I just can't be like not go out and mess with other chicks. You know what I'm saying? And that's when it stopped. And I think like I was like 20. Dude, what year was that? That was 2014 towards the end of 2014. So, yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about it the other day because, you know, online people start talking about sex and stuff. Dude, since 2014, I have only had sex with two people. That's my ex and the girl that I'm with now. I'm telling you my life changed so much, bruh. I'm telling you my life changed so much. I remember I remember late relationships in the past where I cheated on a girl the first week that I got with her, bro. And I'm not lying. I am this is just honest shit. This is real. And that's why it's so easy for me to say it now. Back then I wasn't telling everybody I was doing that. My homies might have known. But other than that, like, yo, even my homies didn't know about a lot of chicks that I was messing with because I wasn't just going out and being like, oh, I got this chick coming through or I'm going to go see this chick. I wasn't saying none of that. I wasn't telling them a lot of stuff. <laughs> so it was just so different, man, like how I was, you know, going from being a kid to becoming a teenager to being a little older than a teenager and then coming to like now and, and really thinking about how stuff is different. Like I'm still the same me mostly, <laughs> but it's a lot of stuff that I view differently, you know? Um, and, and really as far as like the cheating stuff and all that, like I can pinpoint when that happened, when I made that change. But as far as everything else, dude, I can't really say when, I cannot say when it was just, it was a moment. I don't know if it was, it's like, I forgot, like it was just a blur at these times and it, it probably wasn't a blur. It's just like, I can't pinpoint when it exactly happened. But then once I started getting that way, it was just like, it was funny because it was, it was different for some people. You know, some people were basically like, you're kind of different than how you were or whatever. Like what happened? Like what's the, like how, you know, you're different. Um, and some people were asking for me to be more vocal. And then once you became more vocal and then, you know, some of the concerns are things that are about them. 
then it's like, oh, I don't want you to be vocal anymore. But it's like, <laughs> bro, I already made the change. So it's like, either you're going to hear this or, you know, whatever, you know. And I remember that was one of the issues with me making that change of becoming more vocal and talking more about stuff in my life or just anything. Right. Once it got to that point, some people started acting like I was just being an asshole about stuff. But it's like I'm not even trying to approach this in in a crazy way. But you're just not liking what I'm saying now. You liked it more when I was just being quiet. You know what I'm saying? And that became an issue for some people. It became an issue. And it wasn't like I was just attacking people. But if, you know, I was, for the most part, you know what was funny? It was like I still stayed quiet about a lot of stuff. But then once it got to that point where it was just like it was bugging me so much, then it's like you about to get this word. <laughs> you about to, I'm about to get you verbally. You know what I'm saying? And and even then, like starting the conversation, it wasn't just me going hard. It was probably just like, you know, if I did go hard, it was like, oh, you was kind of pressing this. You was kind of pressing it. Then I went off. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going off on you straight from the jump. No, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? So. It, I I love becoming more vocal, but one thing that I realize is a lot of people can't handle when you're more vocal, especially if you were a different person before. If you were just quiet and you never acted that way, or you just kind of avoided everything, right? People looked at you and they were just like, "Oh, he ain't no, you know, it ain't, it ain't gonna be no problem, whatever, whatever, whatever," and um. It's just like if somebody was a pushover and I'm not saying I was a pushover. I, I was OK with telling people no and stuff like that. But it was just I wasn't voicing my opinions on a lot of stuff before. I wasn't talking about a lot of stuff. I wasn't telling people about issues that I had with them. And still, in some cases, it's a little bit weird because, you know, you still don't want to have conflict. But still, um, yeah. You know, I was just I was quiet about so much. I wasn't talking about almost anything. You know, I, shit, since I made this podcast, a lot of people are for the first time hearing about a lot of stuff, you know, and it just got to that point where it was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of this shit. You know, I, I'm sick of being fake with certain stuff, you know. People that used to call other people fake, I called them out on being fake a lot of times. Like once I started being more vocal and, I, and and it's not like I'm just doing it. It's like, yo, I'm giving you evidence like I'm I'm giving you points to remember so you can think about it and be like, oh, I did do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just making stuff up to work out in my favor, you know, so um, I don't know. And even with all these changes and stuff, like I said, none of us are perfect perfect. I still make my mistakes and everything. And I'm not still 100% vocal about every, everything in in my life. I haven't, you know, I guess gotten closer with friendships that I was closer with, you know, uh, I still haven't had those conversations. Um, having these conversations with my parents on certain stuff, you know, that was kind of that I was thinking of growing up and, and, you know, um, certain stuff I might not agree with, with them in the past or whatever, you know, um, I still haven't had those conversations and yeah, I mean, it might work up to that one day or whatever, but like I said, it, it's not anything that's really like, 
oh my god like I was really having these issues you know what I'm saying it, it wasn't that it was just I felt like I was younger and I was bottling every bottling bottling everything up <laughs> and it just got to a point where I was like nope time to change and then I became who I was as an adult and then I started really being more vocal about stuff and really expressing stuff more and I'm, I'm telling you the 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 worst part was some people having a problem with it but in other situations when it didn't when when the finger wasn't being pointed at them it was like man you need to speak up and you know you need to be more vocal and stuff and then you know when the issue became them it was just like oh i can't believe you said that it's like what <laughs> you wanted the change you wanted the change you wanted me to be more vocal here i am <laughs> but really that that's that's what happened you know and um you know, I'm not out here with no ill intent, not, you know, trying to tear people down or anything like that. Um, but it's just like, you know, especially if you're asked your opinion on something and you give the honest answer and it's not what they expected or not what they wanted to hear. Oh, oh, they for sure going to have a problem then. They're for sure going to have a problem then. You know, it's just like, dude, you want to keep the positivity and everything. But at the same time, man. It's kind of bad once you get too vocal. I think I said this in last week's episode, um, like how Twitter kind of bothers me sometimes because Twitter is literally people just throwing out opinions all day long. And you have some people that are just saying the dumbest stuff. Right. And that's why I normally if I tweet something and I'm like, I'll even go back and be like, yo, maybe that sounded kind of stupid. And then I'll come with another tweet explaining everything that I was talking about in a way so people can kind of understand that a little bit better. But even then it's just like Twitter is a place that will frustrate the fuck out of you because you'll start to realize it is some dumbass people out there. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe we can't call them dumbass, right? Maybe we could just say people that think way different than we do. Right. And, and it makes sense to them in some way, for some reason, you know, they might not know any better that might just be normal for them, you know? Um, and yeah, man, I don't know. I, I just feel like the world is crazy, but, but once you think about how you grew up and things that you remember and you making those adjustments and, and you know, you're being molded by things around you, but at the same time you are molding yourself, right? I think there was an artist that made something where, it's a, a statue that's not finished. And I think it looks like, or maybe I'm dreaming this or it wasn't a movie or something, but I, I have a visual of like a statue that's not finished and it looks like it's molding itself. Right. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Right. And, and that's true. I feel like we are influenced by a lot of stuff. These experiences mold us. Um, but, but really it's, it's us making that decision to, to, to be molded into something else, to be different than what we used to be, to become hopefully better. You know, some people get so frustrated to the point where it's like, they just have hatred for stuff, you know? And, and that's just like even a villain story, right? You look at a, a movie or you read a comic book or something and the villain story is always so fucking interesting. The villain story sometimes is more interesting than the main character's 
you know, the hero's <laughs> story because the villain has so many twists and turns, so many obstacles they had to get over. And then you, you have to think about it and really put that to real life where you have some people that will overcome and still look towards a brighter day. And then you have some people that will let that darkness consume them. And then they become this person that has so much hatred and, and it's not saying that they can't turn around and become a better person. They definitely can. You have to think about why prisons <laughs> were even made. They were really made for people to go to prison and change and turn their life around. You know what I mean? Well, I, obviously, they probably just wanted to lock somebody up at some point also, you know, like prisoners of war or something like that. But also, you know, the main idea of that is for people to you know, change their life. And, and that's pretty much the same thing with, with, with the rest of life on the outside. You want to change your life and become a better person, but you, you have to think about it. Some people are either going to get over these obstacles and still be positive, or you're going to have these people that are going to be consumed, defeated or whatever. And they're going to have this hatred in their heart and their soul, whatever you want to call it. And, um, yeah, that's, that's just life, bro. And, and growing up and realizing all this stuff and, and those changes and oh, my God, it's it's so great. I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever have that feeling in life where you look at where you once were. And I'm not even saying it like I'm successful. I'm not saying it like I got money. But just as what we're living, we're all living life and being able to switch and change for the better and become something that is greater is always something that is so great. And I love it. And y'all might be like, yo, maybe this dude is on something. But no, it really is you molding yourself into what you want to be. You might not be there yet, right? You still have time to get there. You have to think about what's important to you. What moves you want to make that puts you in the right direction. I'm not saying you can be molded and be like, oh, I'm about to go hang out with the thugs. And you go hang out with the thugs. And the next thing you know, you're getting arrested and you're in jail or, you know, something worse can happen. But I'm saying to be right. You know, you have some people that were hardcore back in the day. They ended up having a family and now they family people. You know, they had to make that choice. They had to make that change. What was important? I don't have siblings. I don't have kids. I have parents. You know, am I as close with them as I once was? No, but for the most part, my parents can't say that I'm out here doing no wild shit. My parents ain't going to see me on the news robbing somebody, shooting up somewhere. My parents ain't going to see me as a drug addict. My parents aren't going to see me just doing some crazy shit, you know? They're not going to see that. And it's not like, oh, I'm thinking about it wholeheartedly because of just them. It's because I don't want to be caught up in these situations either. But that still crosses my mind. Man, nah, my parents ain't going to see me like that. You know what I'm saying? It still crosses my mind. But still, life molds us. I feel like this is kind of like part two of the molding conversation we had before. But 
it's beautiful when 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 you're going in a right direction. You're being molded in the right way. You're really focusing on those things that make you happy that that are so meaningful to you and this is what life is about. You know, you have some people that focus on the materialistic stuff, but dude, being somebody that is pretty much getting your soul aligned and 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 just becoming that person is great as hell. Hopefully you guys go through the same things. Hopefully you guys are experiencing the same things and hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Dude, I love this one. I love this one because it's even having me think right now in this moment about how I was and how I changed. And it's crazy. It's crazy. You can end up getting into that moment where you really think and you're making that comparison. You don't even realize an hour done passed and you just been sitting there thinking about how shit used to be and how you are now. And it's crazy. I don't know if you guys have ever got caught in that deep thought, but it's man. It makes you appreciate life where you are now. Right. And maybe that's what some of my positivity is. Me thinking about some issues that I had back then, you know, me thinking about a lot of stuff from the past that I just I don't deal with anymore or stuff I didn't have in the past that I might be be fortunate and blessed to have now. It's all life, man. And I I love it, bro. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast episode Please let me know. Check out those socials. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Twitter. Check out the Facebook. Check out the YouTube. Check out all of it. Check out my merch. Whoiskd.com slash merch. Check that out. Everything. Thank you for supporting, man. We're almost to that year. I am ready for it. Stay tuned for more podcast episodes every single Monday. You guys stay dope, and I will check you out later. Peace.